Hello dads and welcome to the Ditch the Dad Fat podcast. I'm Andrew from Six Pack Dad, a weight loss coach for dads and author of the Ditch the Dad Fat book. This podcast is made for dads that want to lose unwanted fat, boost their energy levels, be happy with the way they look and take control of their health. The episodes are recorded during my Six Pack Dad live coaching sessions in my Weight Loss for Dads tribe, which you can join for free on Facebook by searching for Weight Loss for Dads tribe in the group section or click the link in the episode notes. Enjoy the episode. It's telling me that meeting is now streaming live on Facebook. And let's hope it is rolling. I know there's a bit of a delay here in Facebook land and Zoom land, but I hope the two can marry together and work together in harmony so we can get our special guest, Carl Elaine, on today, all the way from the States. Welcome to welcome everybody to another episode of Six Pack Dad Live. Six Pack Dad Live here on the Weight Loss for Dads Tribe. My name's Andrew Jacks, and I'm a weight loss and health coach just for busy dads like yourselves. And I'm also the founder of um, Six Pack Dad and this Weight Loss for Dads Tribe, which is a private Facebook group. Also, the host of the Ditch the Dad Fat podcast which if you're listening to on podcast land, welcome. And if you're in the Facebook group, welcome as well. If you're a new member, welcome guys. We're almost up to 600 members and um, we only need probably about 20 more. So if you know anyone that needs to lose weight or needs to take control of their health and they're a busy dad, make sure you send them an invite to this group, get them on board so we can uh, all be in this together on this journey together on uh, losing that dad gut and taking control of our health. So I'm gonna introduce our special guest today. We're very honored to have Carl Elaine, who's uh, from Dad's Parenting Boldly, all the way from the States. He's joined us, we're on different time zones, but we've been able to get together. Carl, how you doing, brother? Andrew, I am doing great, brother. How are you? Very good, brother. Tell us, bro, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where, Where are you from? Sure, sure. I am from Boston, Massachusetts in the States, and uh, I love it here. I grew up, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. Nice. And just for us Aussies here, some of us are Aussies on this tribe, whereabouts in in regional-wise is that in America? Ah, that's um, northeast, um, above Washington, D.C. Okay, nice. And what's the weather like there at the moment? Uh, today was about in the 90s, lower 90s. Um, it was hot. You know, it was good. I was able to do some work today, and I went out and did some yard work, came back in. You know, it's, it's pretty nice weather. Yeah, nice. And um, you, you're obviously a father. How many kids do you have? Is it five? Ooh, five kids. Wow. Yeah, five kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> age range 18 is the oldest. Uh, grown man, grown young man. <laughs> um, and then I have two other teenagers. Uh, one, my, my other son is 16. My daughter, who she's 13, going on 34. Nah. And then I have two foster boys, actually, who are seven and nine. Nice. Foster. And, and how long have you had them for? 
Um, four, four years, almost going on four years. December will be four years. Yeah, Time nice. flies. Wow. And how are they integrating with the family and the siblings? You know, that's a good question, you know, because it's, it's important to keep a pulse on that. They, they do great, you know, from day one, actually, when we spoke to our kids and we let them know, look, we're going to have some people joining us because it happened really quick, um, four years, almost four years ago. And the, they were like, they're kids. Woohoo. Great. This is awesome. Of course. And then we had the time of testing, <laughs> which is, you know, hey, you, I got to share my, my toys. I got to share food. I got to share different things. And I have to be giving. That was a time of testing for my kids. But you know what? They stood the test and, and they get along really, really well. We can't imagine it without five now. Awesome, man. Cool. You know, yeah. and it's a funny thing, too. Um, yeah. We, um, it's funny thing is we prayed about five kids when we first got married mm. and, look at, and look at what happened. Mm. God answered. God answered. In a different way. <laughs> In a different way. <laughs> so after, two, we were like, just kidding. after two, we were like, just kidding, God, just kidding, just kidding. And then, well, <laughs> kidding or not, it's five now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right, man. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background. Um, you're, you're a coach um, for, and you help dads. And in what way do you help dads? Sure. Um, you know, I'm, you know it's, it's interesting because I started off as a musician. I've been a musician and performing artist for 32 years. And then I recently transitioned to, into becoming a coach because, you know, I've worked with dads and parents in the past uh, with ministry and just, just with friendship and things such as that. But, you know, last November, I made that decision to make this transition because I saw that there was a need um, for dads to really have a platform to be able to express themselves, um, be able to express themselves the way we need to express ourselves. Uh, and, and society says a lot about dads. Society sometimes says dads aren't this, dads aren't reliable, dads aren't patient, dads aren't, you know, all these other things. They don't, dads don't show up. And you know what, as dads, we need to pay attention and see what people are saying or what society says. Um, and we need to do the work we have to do, but you know, I wanted to be able to have a platform where dads can be able to make the transformations that we need to make, you know, and also a lot of times for dads, our, um, our passion is stifled. And sometimes that is a core thing that, that holds us back. So I wanted to be able to have a platform for dads to be able to just really level up and get the opportunity to rise, um, to the occasion that they need, they need to rise to, you know? Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and so, when dads come to you, sort of what, what issues or what are they actually looking for when they come to you? Mm, that's a good question. It's different things. When I first started, you know, I started out with the whole parenting side of things. But as I went on, I discovered that, you know, like I mentioned, you know, the whole this passion thing is huge because for a lot of dads, I realized and I noticed that they even didn't have passion or lost their passion or their passion was being dwindled rapidly you know so it's it's mainly that's the mainly the core thing but some dads come to me with their parenting but it's also connected to uh their their relationship with their spouse or their partner it's also related to how they're navigating through life it's also related to how they have no one to really communicate um what they're going through emotionally mentally spiritually physically um as they're, they're going about in their everyday lives so it's interesting as as it's, it kind of evolved, you know, most of my clients are dads who are 
um, online coaches, dads who are entrepreneurs, uh, dads who are really striving to, to really um, make a difference in their community, you know, and so that, that, that was really interesting to me, you know, what it started off as is definitely evolved, um, but it's, it's all connected as well. Mm, yeah, interesting. Well, one thing, common thing that I, I'm starting to find just with my, my clients and the dads that come to me is um, the word neglect. They neglect themselves because they're putting their families first, which is a great thing. Um, and it's our role as fathers to put our families first. Then what tends to happen is they start to neglect their health and their own well-being. And then right. that can actually have a spillover effect, like a... Like a um, uh, a different sort of, I don't know what the word is, but it, it has an effect on the family. Um, and so it's, it's not good. So we, as dads, we just need to sometimes stop, pause, reflect on, on, on our lives, emotionally, right. physically, mentally. Um, are we doing the right things for ourselves and our families by looking after ourselves? Because if we're not mentally right or emotionally right or physically right, we can't be there 100% for our family. So even if it's just a little, little bit of time per day or a percentage of our time that we need to spend on ourselves to build ourselves up, it's going to help. It's going to have an exponential effect on our families. Would you agree? Agreed, 100%. You know, this whole thing of um, living our fullest potential at the end of the day, living our fullest potential is so, so important because like you mentioned, it's like, you know, I know for me, I'm one who's like, I'm really, I really have deep convictions on definitely uh, insp inspiring my family and just making sure my family feels taken care of, they feel lifted up. But like you mentioned, it's easy, it's so easy in a given week to, to neglect ourselves, you know, in any of those areas, mentally, physically, spiritually, um, emotionally, you know, and so the challenge is to be self-aware. That's one of the things I teach too, just being being becoming or being or remembering to be self-aware of where you're at as you navigate throughout your days or weeks or time seasons whatever you know because if we don't what you know our spouses our partners they you know they think differently we're one we're completely different people you know and as far as leaders of our household we got to make sure they're feeling fine and our kids they're our kids there are many different stages and they're going through their journeys uh, throughout their days, you know, whether it's with school or even with this whole pandemic situation, you know, so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things for us to juggle, but I noticed too, with a lot of dads, um, a lot of us were never taught about being organized, being self-aware, having a pulse of, about where we're at. Um, and those are some basic leadership skills that are so, so important. Um, and without those skills, it's easy to to kind of just be aimless and say oh, I don't to even express ourselves and to say articulate those things that we need. It's really hard to miss, or it's easy to miss those things. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So, so is it okay for us as dads to be emotional? <laughs> that is the question of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you know. I'm a, I mean, I'm a man. Know, I'm a man. Men don't get emotional. Men, why are you kidding? Men don't get emotional. What's wrong with you, Andrew? <laughs> you know. And here's the thing. You know, depends on. You know, not even depends. As dads, we have to ask ourselves, what is our definition of emotional? 
Mm-hmm. You know, emotional to a lot of us mean we're all over the place or it means sappy or it means we're melting and things like that. But, you know, that's um, our emotions are so powerful. Without our emotions, we can't lead. Without our emotions, we without our emotions, we can't we can't express ourselves. If we're busy dads who are businessmen without our our emotions, we can't have passion. And that's really mm-hmm. for all dads, you know, and that's a, that's a very key element. I love, I learned to embrace being emotional, emotional and having emotion because it's such a powerful, even me expressing myself, that's, that's emotion. I'm passionate about what I'm talking about. If I don't do that, you know, how, you know, how are, how are our listeners going to really embrace what's being said? You know what I mean? So absolutely emotion, emotional. I love it. I own it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There's so much power in emotion. Um, yeah. You know, and, and yeah, it's, it, guys, it's okay to be emotional. Right? I, I actually, I find that when you are vul- show vulnerability for your emotion, um, people actually relate to you more. Mm, right. You know, some, right. Some people tell me I'm too serious. And, and then once I start opening up and telling my story or, or bring up the past um, and how it's affected me emotionally, then they start to connect with me. Yeah. And I think that's the same what we need to do with other people. Right. I mean, I tell you what, it's fun. It's, you know, it's very interesting. You talk about vulnerability, which is definitely is, is on the side of being a, with your emotions. You know, I've, you know, I've been thinking about a lot lately, leadership, you know, and good, a good quality of good leadership is being vulnerable, you know, which which is kind of weird to people, but it's true. Think about it. If 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 someone can't break down walls with being vulnerable, saying, you know what, I blew it, I made a mistake, or you know what, I don't know how to do this, but somehow we'll figure it out. Even doing that, even as a leader, that just that doesn't push people with your leadership. That pulls people, and that gives people direction, and that helps people to get to where they need to get to. So, you know, you mentioned vulnerability. That's, that is a key thing. That's a key quality to have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as fathers, we are, we are, we are leaders in the home, um, you know, for our children. And, and I've, there's a quote, quote by Craig Rochelle, good leaders um, are real, not always right. So it's not always about telling kids, oh, no, I'm perfect. I'm, I do everything right in that. When you stuff up, when you when you make a mistake, own up to it. Even right. in front of your kids, you don't have to, to be, get, let pride get in the way. Because when your kids right. see that we're humans and that we're not perfect, um, they're going to see that and they're going to know how to react when it happens to them. Asking, right. for, asking, right. asking for forgiveness when you do something wrong to your kids. It's going to teach them forgiveness. You agree? Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. You know, I'm, I know for me and my family, you know, and even the dads I work with, you know, you know, just being vulnerable that way and being humble and being able to admit where you, you went wrong is super important because it draws people close to you. It breaks down walls and then people can relate to you. My son, he's 18. Whew. I tell you, as our kids get older, they get into their teenagers and then, then they become adults. And then, then, that's a whole different type of parenting, you know? Vulnerability is one of the key things. That's one of the things that's drawn us close together, you know? And we're, we're very close, uh, me and my oldest son, you know? And 
when I could tell them that I made a mistake, that helps them to see, you know, oh, wow, you're, you're not perfect. You make mistakes. You're, you're a mess too. You blew it too. Oh, and that gives them more confidence to take more risks in life. And that's what I call leading people intrinsically. Because if you can't be vulnerable, you can only lead people extrinsically, but it's not really going to impact their lives uh, to the fullest, to the fullest potential, you know? Yeah. 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 That's great. That's great, Callum. Thanks. All right, man. So like, um, what tips would you have for us dads listening out there about how, how we can you know, emotionally connect with our children? Ah, um, you know, some tips for emotionally connected with, with, with our kids, you know, definitely setting up what I love doing is setting up times with my kids, you know, we, we hear that terminology. Hey, it's not about me. It's about them. I tend to go from like, look, it's about all of us. <laughs> that's my perspective. Because if I say it's, it's about you, it's not about me. That's, that's kind of not true because it's about the whole story includes all people. So let it be about it. So with this situation, that's about us as a family, how can I connect with my kids? So my, all of my kids, I try to set up times with them. My, my daughter, I'll do, I'll call it a date, daddy and daughter date mm. with my boys though. I'll try to get some time, whether it's, you know, learning them, understanding them first, you know, and, and every, every kid has a different personality. They like different things, find out what they like, find out what they like to do. And this is the part of parenting. That's like a blast. You know why? Because we don't, as parents, it's easy to kind of rack our brains to figure out what they need. And all we have to do is just ask what they need. Just mm. ask, you know, like my, my, my oldest boy, he loves Chipotle. I'm not sure if you have Chipotle in Australia. Yeah. Um, but, oh, the restaurant. You know, no, we don't. No. Oh, you don't? Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's like a Mexican uh, restaurant. He loves going there. I do not like that restaurant, but I like the fact, I love the fact that he loves it. He's passionate about that place. So all we, what a great time for him is just sitting in the car, going to get Chipotle, sitting in the car and just talking about the things that he's doing. He's a YouTuber. We talk about that. You know, my, my young, my second boy, he's, he's awesome. And, and also to let you know, two, two of my boys, the oldest ones are on the autism spectrum. So that really challenged me at when we were, they were younger, but it really taught me a lot about just being self-aware and being aware of what they need and being sensitive, you know? So for him, my second boy, 16, you know, he loves sushi and he loves ice cream. So, Hey dad, we're going to get some father and son time. Cause I, you know, I initiate to him. And if I miss it, if I forget, he'll call me on it and then we'll go get some sushi hmm. and then we'll get ice cream. We don't talk about much. I just ask him a lot of questions and he gives me short answers. Hmm. But you know what? For him, that's that means the world. You know, and I, I then you know, I identify what all of my kids need and I try to meet them where they're at and give them what they need. But one of the things we like to do together as far as connecting is just having time together where we're laughing. You know, I try to keep things light because especially during this time of the pan pandemic, you know, it's 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 hard. So I, I try to keep things light. So I, I, I do jokes. You know, I do funny. I know I'll, I'll give a joke to you at the end. <laughs> a dad <laughs> joke. Um, but I, I, you know, we kind of just crack on each other and, and just do jokes. And that's that has been one of the best things 
and our family. And not, you know, I have to gauge it and measure it to make sure my kids are be sensitive to how they're feeling and make sure that, that I'm not going to say something that's going to hurt their feelings. But if I'm making things light all the times, the pressures that they feel, especially during these times, it just, it, it, it helps, it helps alleviate some of that pressure, you know? So, you know, finding things that's going to really connect with them, asking them questions, learning them, you know, um, that's the one, the first, that's probably the key thing I'll say, you know, if you could take time to learn your kids and not think, think, how do I need to do this? Or let me, I need to figure out how to figure them out. Ask, just ask them questions, you know, got to figure out the questions to ask them, you know, how's your day? We sit down at dinner time. I'm asking them, how's your day? Oh, what was great about it? Asking them open-ended questions and it gets the conversation going. And you know what? That it helps. That helps them to express their hearts and where they're at, you know, and how they're feeling, you know, whether light or heavy, you know. Sometimes you gotta give them more time, other times, okay, simple. All right, mm. that was quick. You know. Um, I, you know, on I, I say that and I, I could give more tips, you know, but that's the key thing right there because there's so much that can come from you just asking them the questions that you need to ask them, you know, and, and then also uh, create, create the environments, uh, create space for them to express themselves. So along with asking them the questions, think through, you know, when you come home from work, you know, so I, some of us as dads, we may just want to hang in the car before we can walk in the house to prepare our minds. You know, I, I know I've been there before, you know, but as I'm going through my day and I'm thinking through my day, I'm thinking about ways I can create space because it's so easy to lose, um, to lose, to lose intention, to, to lose their attention. You know, they say like, even with marketing, you know, the, the today's day and age, people have the attention span of a goldfish, <laughs> which is super, super short, you know? So with, with me, I don't even, I have time set for them, but a lot of times I just don't, but in my mind, I'm, I'm mentally prepared that, okay, this moment, when my daughter walks by me, I'm going to ask her a quick question. When, my, when we're having dinner, family time, definitely going to ask questions. No, no screens, nothing, just getting time together. That time might be 30 minutes. That time might be 10 minutes. I might not have their attention, but the little time of attention, the little time that I have to get their attention, I'm going to make the most of it. And I'm going to make it memorable, you know? So I guess that's two, two tips I give, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But those are super, super important. Making the most of them, you know, because mm. the, the time goes by so fast. My son, 18 years old. That's crazy. I, the other day I was just holding them as a kid mm. on, a, on a break from a gig that I did with my band, you know, and now he's older. The time flies blink of an eye. And, and the time you have with them before they become, adults and and move out of house is so important it's so important and we need to not take it every moment for granted because the the people the children and people are molded from what what the experiences they have in their homes especially with their parents and if you're a dad listening to this do not underestimate the influence and the impact you have on your children whether or not they respond to you or react to you from what you do because it becomes ingrained in them, whether it be good or bad. So realize the positive impact you can have on your child's life. Right. 
right? And if I could say something too, Andrew, what I try to do, I'm more on the light side of things, you know what I mean? And I'm that way for a reason. Yeah, I've, I've been able to see a lot, you know, just being in the entertainment business, there's so much that eats you alive if you're not careful. So as you're doing those things with your kids, make it fun. Because think about it, if you're at work or if you're going to church or if you're going to some, you know, activity that you might do with your family or, or by yourself, the times that are the most memorable are the most fun or the times that really drew you emotionally, you know? So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be fun, but that's a good, easy tool to use to help engage your kids. You know, because like Andrew mentioned, yeah, it, it's your impact is huge, whether whether the kids respond or not. You know, they're the ones saying, hey, you know, I'm going to I want to be like my dad or I don't want to be like my dad or they're going to say different things. But just know your role and the influence that you make wherever you're at right now as a dad. Just know that your role is valuable and all you could do, make the most of it. Try to do your best to make it great. And that they could carry that on to when they become adults. And that's one of the most important ways of leaving a legacy for your kids. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you, do you think that like um, the way people parent is the way they've been parented? Yes. You know, and that's a really good question. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a good question. It's a tough question too because the answer is um, in many ways yes, and the challenge for us as parents is to find the things that worked, and that were effective, that can possibly work with your kid because every kid's different, and the ways that weren't effective that were unproductive, take those out, and fill them up with other principles that will work for them. And every kid will be different. The way you speak to a kid, the way you treat a kid, the way you're teaching a kid, <laughs> it's challenging, you know, mm -hmm. but it's the mo one of the most rewarding, one of the most rewarding uh, jobs for us as dads. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Carl, is there anything else you want to share, brother? Sure. You know, um, and, you know, yeah, I think that's a, the main thing. Definitely, definitely make it fun because there, there are a lot of things we need to think about as dads. You know, we got to think about, you know, being motivated. Make sure that you have a platform in ways you can be motivated yourself as a dad because without the motivation, it's hard to be consistent. It's hard to lead your family in the way that you need to lead at your fullest potential. Um, um, another thing to think about is, what is your what do you want your legacy to be you know think about leaving a legacy for your kids and uh the third thing is you know as far as raising your kids you know strive to raise confident compassionate kids who think about family but also they learn about the real world they learn about community they learn about feeding the homeless they learn about being benevolent and giving and then lastly which is probably one of the most important things I'd say up there with motivation is um, the importance of you, you dad, as, as pursuing your passions. Every dad's passionate, you know, that's where I, I put in the emotion as well. We're passionate about things. Think about things that you're passionate about, because if you're not pursuing your passions and that gets dwindled down, 
it's going to be hard for you to parent at your fullest capacity. Mm. Yeah, this is gold there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's super important. <laughs> All right, man. Is there anything else you'd like to share, man? Um, I think that's about it. You know, I, I love, Andrew, I appreciate you having me on. This is, you know, I love what you do. You're inspiring. You're a great leader. And I love seeing your pictures with your family. I'm not sure how it is over there in Australia now. I'm not sure. Are you guys in lockdown? Um, different parts, different states, are different restrictions. Different but in Melbourne, yeah, we're in lockdown. Okay. Well, hey, you know, uh, big ups to you guys down there. And uh, just stay strong. Hang in there. We're, we're hanging in here up here. It's cra- <laughs> it's, it can be crazy up here. <laughs> but let's do our best to inspire each other as dads. Because we need, as leaders, as dads, we need to inspire each other. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that's why I brought you on because there's all different aspects to fatherhood and it's not just about your physical health and it's about your emotional and mental and spiritual. So if we can all help each other with the gifts we've got to help dads, then, you know, we're going to be better dads and the children's going to benefit and their children's children, then society becomes better. Right, right, right. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the power of the family unit it's just it's so powerful. Right. So much responsibility. That's true. And I'm not sure how it is over there, you know, but there's a lack of hope that I sense too, you know, in, in, in where I'm at. You know, there's a lack mm. of hope that I sense, you know, and that's what I love. That's why I'm so passionate about what I do, because if people can see, you know, our lives, we're not, we're not my wife and I, we do things, we do, we have a live stream that we do every week. Um, we're, we're real as possible with it. We're not trying to be fake, but we're trying to give people hope. Like, look, the family unit is so powerful, but you know, we're, it's a marathon. You're living your life and, you know, time goes on and you're at different stages. It's like a, it's like a long journey and you got different turns and, and the road is windy, you know, but through it, it's important to have the right to, to have the right perspective, through it because that's the thing that can help you to thrive because i th- I, be- I really believe as parents you know we're, we're here to thrive we're not here just to get by but that's the mentality that we can be conditioned to have you know so let's help each other to, to, to thrive to to do awesome to be excited you know about this journey we get a chance to lead our kids leave a legacy and then when they're older when they're older, hopefully, hopefully they can take care of us too. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they can inspire their kids and that cycle will be powerful. Mm, you know, yeah, break, very powerful. break the cycles. Yeah, break the bad cycles, up, uplift the big, the, the powerful cycles, the positive cycles. You know, there's not a lot of talk about positive cycles. Yeah, you know? very true. Very true, Carl. All right, Carl, we'll come. Would you like to share how, like if, if one of the dads is listening or some of the dads are listening and they want to get, into touch, get in touch with you and know more about what you do, um, how can they get in touch with you, man? Sure, sure. Check out Dad's Parenting Boldly. That's our, our, we have a Facebook group, Dad's Parenting Boldly. We also have a uh, podcast, Dad's Parenting Boldly, which we had Andrew on in the first season. It was awesome. Um, check that out, dadsparentingboldly.com. And then also, also, um, I it, will be doing a workshop soon talking about parenting, talking about pursuing your passions, purpose, and, and your parenting. And also, yeah, and um, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be coming up really soon. If you're interested in that, 
I am offering it to three people, three dads who are interested. Uh, feel free to find me on Facebook at Carl Aline, and you could DM me, and I will set you up. Three free entries to a workshop that Carl is running. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Woo, let's go. So make sure if you're interested in that, guys, message Carl or get, get in touch with him through Facebook and just say you're from the Weight Loss for Dads tribe and he will hook you up. Does it matter where you're from, right. Carl? I'm sorry? Does it matter where you're from? Doesn't matter where you're from. I, it's going to be next Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm not sure what that time that is, Australia time. It will be 9 a.m. Melbourne time on a Monday. Oh, 9 a.m. Oh, on a Monday. So. But we're yeah, all in Most of us going. are working from home, so it should be okay. We'll just set up the yeah, second screen can. and. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Get it rocking on a Monday morning. And it'll be, it'll be very inspiring. It'll be very motivational for a Monday morning to set you up for the week. Sweet. All right, man. Well, um, Thank you so much for your time, Carl. Um, I think one of the, the main things that I've got out of this that I'm going to take action on is asking each child what they want from me and how I can, mm. how I can help them and have fun with them. I'm going to do that this weekend. Get a lot of gold from that. That's a good one. That's one mm. of my favorite ones because it's, it's, it's not too much work. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> and you're giving them the power. Right. Right. Giving them the power to 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 tell us, tell us to think critically. Some may be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I joke around and say, uh, What do you mean you don't know? This is your opportunity. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to do something fun and cool and awesome. And I kind of psych them up. Oh, I guess so. Oh. Or my daughter says, That's kind of weird. All right. <laughs> and then I say, What about sushi? <laughs> oh, okay, great. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, it's that time again. Once a week, we do it during our Six Pack Dad Live. It's time for the dad joke of the week. And because we've got our special guest, Carl, here, he's going to bring out the dad joke of the week, and it better be corny. <laughs> it better be corny. Oh, you know, dad jokes are corny, right? All right, you ready? Are you guys ready, ready for this? Oh, all right, let's go. All right. So I'm afraid for the calendar. Its days are numbered. You guys like that one? <laughs> Not bad. Great delivery too. <laughs> I found that online. <laughs> Type in a laugh emoji. Type in a laugh emoji if you liked it. Thumbs down if you didn't. <laughs> Come on, dads. Awesome. Help me out too. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> give, give, give a brother some love. Give, give a brother some love. Come on now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you once again, Carl. Great to have you, brother. I um, hope you guys really benefited from it and uh, it will help you become a better father for your children. Make sure to look after yourselves so that you can look after your family and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.